A dog barks when his master is attacked. I would be a coward if I saw that God's truth is attacked and yet would remain silent. John Calvin. I do not. And don't you ever say I did. This is my Bible. I am what it says I am. <laughs> There's probably a, a balance between I believe you have to know Christ, but God is in hell. He is. And someone knows this for sure. All of mankind is going to end up somewhere in heaven. <laughs> my mission really is to just help people of faith, especially, to re-examine this issue, to realize the church has got things wrong in the past. For those who are are God's by faith in his son. <laughs> Corinthians, right? 2 Corinthians 3, 7. Victory in the name which is above every name. There's no exception for rape or incest. Uh, it's an extreme law. <laughs> <laughs> right now, bones, ligaments, tendons, in Jesus' name, get out here right now. So put your trust in the sovereign risen king Who doesn't owe you one cotton picking thing And yet he still promises to furnish his disciples But we take what he's created and we turn him into idols I'll never back down, so how can I keep it in? But you'll never see me preaching the sin of TBM Yeah, spirit and truth is worship viewed in this chemistry But, but some are spewing distorted views of the trinity Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Master's Dog False Teacher of the Week, Episode 12. I am your host, the Evangelical Norm. So, for those who might be new to this, uh, the False Teacher of the Week is a segment of the Master's Dog podcast where I have been going through the intro video and explaining how each person is a false teacher, why I consider them a false teacher, why they're in that intro video at all. If you're listening online, there's actually an intro video. You can hear a few of the people uh, speaking, but there's just a, a bunch of pictures and video clips of false teachers all put together under uh, result uh, song, No Compromise. So, uh, if you if you are listening online, head over to the YouTube channel and just take a look at 
that intro video, you know, grab one of any episode of the master's dog and watch the first two and a half minutes and you'll get the video. And so you'll understand what is going on. So essentially somebody had come to me and said, you know, I don't know who all these people are or why, you know, you got Oprah in there. How's Oprah a false teacher, you know? And so, uh, they were like, can you, can you kind of break that down? And so I decided to do every Saturday, I drop an episode of the false teacher of the week and going through that. And then I intend to go on past the end of the video. I mean, we're, we're going to get, uh, probably another 20 episodes just off the people who are, are listed in the episodes or in the intro video. I got a, I got a stack of cards here of all the people in that video. And so, yeah, you can see we've got, we've got quite a few to get through and then we'll continue on. I've actually had a few people throw up some, uh, suggestions in the comments and, uh, through Twitter and, and so on. I've, I've had a few people, um, hit me up. So, uh, you know, hit the subscribe button, uh, subscribe to the, uh, the YouTube channel, get all the content we get there. You can follow me on Twitter, uh, at evangelical norm or at the master's dog. Um, or you can follow my, my really fun account, grumpy, the troll and, um, or you can, uh, follow me over on Facebook if you don't already. So this week, our false teacher of the week, we are on episode number 12 and our false teacher is none other than Pat Robertson. So this is another one I've kind of been looking forward to. I've, I've, I've kind of followed Pat Robertson for quite some time and, uh, and he just continues, uh, here, here's what happens. I mean, we see it with Joe Biden as people get older. A lot of times, you know, I don't know if it's a dementia thing or if it's, an, I, I don't think that Pat Robertson has Alzheimer's or anything like that, but you can take, and, and I don't think Pat Robertson was ever really, I mean, I can't say he was never a solid teacher in any way, shape or form. He did get, um, he graduated from, uh, the biblical seminary of New York and where he got an MDiv there. Uh, he was ordained in the, as a, uh, preacher in the Southern Baptist convention. Uh, even though he's very, uh, charismatic and, uh, pre Pentecostal, but he's a, a Southern Baptist preacher. So he may have been at one point in time had some fairly good teaching but over time he's just gotten worse and worse and worse so we'll we'll kind of get into it but here's a little background on our friend pat robertson he was actually born marion gordon robertson his oldest son is gordon marion gordon robertson and he he went by his nickname i don't know where you get the nickname pat from that but he he didn't think marion was masculine enough he thought m gordon was a little too uh what was i can't write the word that he was used quoted out of his book was affected um okay so he went by pat uh he was born to a democrat senator his father was a senator and democrat party absalon robertson um in 1948, he was drafted. He chose to join the Marines. Um, good on him. Uh, was served in the Korean War, but mostly in an office in Japan. He never saw combat because of the influence of his uh, senator father. Um, 1955, he, he graduated, went to back to Yale, graduated from Yale uh, uh, with a law degree, 
but he failed to pass the bar and he only took it once never tried to take it again basically said he didn't feel like his heart was in it and that's when he went to uh, seminary uh, again he went to the biblical seminary in new york graduated from there with a mdiv in 1959 um, in 1960 he established the christian broadcasting network or cbn which over the years has has morphed into different things um but i mean it's maintained as cbn but it's it's branched out into to other stuff um you know the 700 club and so on and uh, I, I never actually checked into this for sure, but I think the the name the 700 Club came from if you had donated like $700, I don't know if it was annually or monthly or what, but to become part of the 700 Club, you had to donate $700 to, uh, to CBN. So 1988, he... Um, I don't like to use the word renounce. There's a word, but I, I, it escapes me right now. I've been actually trying to think about it since I prepped for this episode. Um, but he, he let go of his ordination. He um, renounced, I guess, renounced his ordination. Um, resigned his ordination. Can he resign an ordination uh, as opposed to resigning a commission? But he gave up his ordination as a, as a Baptist preacher to run for president. Now, I don't know if it's actually necessary to do that. I, I would really have to look into. I know that it's apparently frowned upon to be an ordained minister. It doesn't help your, your chances of becoming president or gaining the nomination. But I don't know that you have to actually, you know, back out of, of any ord, ordinations or anything like that in order to run for president. That'd be an interesting thing to look into. But in 1998, he had his failed presidential bid. So um, that's just a little history on him. Um, and then he went after that, he went back to CBN and has been, you know, the, the main commentator on there since. Um, and, and you know, I've been doing it a whole long, long time. So I think I probably first came across Pat and the 700 Club. When I really started kind of paying attention, I would say probably 95, 96, somewhere in there as I was uh, in the midst of, of my transition from from Mormonism through Islam and into nominal Christianity. I think it must have been, had to have been 96. I think that was when, I, 96 was when, I kind of said, okay, I'm not going to be a Muslim anymore. I'm just going to be a Christian and wasn't really in any way, shape or form a Christian at that point in time. So, uh, I was by name only, I claimed it, wore a cross, got some Christian t-shirts. Um, but in no way was I saved, uh, at all. But this was about the time that I started paying attention to, uh, things that were going on in the 700 club and it never sat right with me. Um, I mean, I watched and there were, there were some good things on there. Um, some of the musical guests, I mean, some of my favorite, uh, artists from the mid, uh, you know, the, the mid nineties to early two thousands, I learned about from through the 700 club, uh, people like out of Eden anointed, uh, anti-warriors. I think I saw unity clan on there initially. Um, I think I even saw cross movement. 
uh, through the 700 Club. That's how I came across a cross movement. So um, I could be mistaken on that. Don't hold me to that one. I don't know if the cross movement's ever been on there. Um, I don't want to impugn them in any way. But again, I was on the 700 Club. My testimony was shown on the 700 Club. Well, Norm, how can you call him a false teacher? Look, I, I had an opportunity to share. I've always said I'll, I'll share anytime I can, anywhere I can, as long as you don't uh, restrict my ability to say anything. Um, and uh, they... They did edit it a bit. I wasn't real happy with the editing of, of my testimony on the 700 Club, but again, it wasn't it wasn't horrible. So, but we're not talking about me. I digress. Sorry, I got a little off track there. But so the first thing that he I ever heard him say that I went, eh, that's that's just not right. Was during one of their their big fundraising uh, drives. And I heard him talking about, he was talking about rock and roll and, and, you know, heavy metal and stuff like that, how it's all of the devil and stuff like that. And he started talking about bands. And one of the bands he mentioned was Kiss. And he said, Kiss really stands for Knights in Satan's Service. And, and I was like, no, that's not true. You know, I wasn't sure, you know, they, they talked about Wasp was, we are sexual people. Uh, Rush was ruled under Satan's hand. Every four-letter uh, heavy metal band name, uh, they f came up with some acronym that where it was all satanic. But when he said KISS, I'm like, no. Because I know the story behind how KISS came up with their name. It's not an acronym. It is not anything of K-I-S-S -S or anything like that. They literally, they... They named the band Kiss because as they were driving down the road, somebody threw out another four-letter word that's often given uh, an acronym that who knows whether it actually is is true or not. But they wanted to name it a four-letter word, which acronym was for unlawful carnal knowledge, right? And they were like, well, we can't name it that, so how about we name it Kiss? And they was like, oh, okay. So, and, and so... Much like Jack Chick in his his cartoon tracks, comic book track kind of things, they would they're exaggerating these things. Now, there's enough stuff out there. I mean, you can just take some of the songs that some of these heavy metal bands were playing, um, and make a case for them to be somewhat satanic. I mean, Motley Crue intentionally used. Uh, a pentagram and stuff like that and 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 songs you know shout at the devil and stuff like that to give an appearance of of satanism but a lot of times those were just used as as shock value to draw attention of rebellious youth trying to get away from their parents I, in no way do i think any of these bands well i can't say any of them but majority of them were not satanic in any way i'm, I'm sure motley crew kiss was not um even though the the, the gigs that they use, the, the um, you know, just the, the gigs, gags, whatever you want to call them, um, gave the appearance, you know, the makeup that Kiss wore, the, uh, the, the kind of mime-ish makeup, which was, a, I can't remember the style of theater in Japan that was attributed to, but um, so these things kind of gave an appearance, but that was the first time I heard him say something, and I went, you know what, that's just not right, and then, but over the years, he, he's made other outlandish claims that just aren't true, that, you know, I, 
you're trying to preach the gospel and you're trying to give warnings and stuff but to lie about things again this is my issue with Jack Chick he's making things up in order to try to convince people to avoid sin or whatever you know stories about he actually they actually had to come back and do a retraction on this where he talked about the homosexuals in San Francisco Cisco were wearing rings with with like razor blades of some kind or something so when you'd go to shake their hands they would cut you and they would give you aids and uh that was one that they had to come back and, and renounce a big one that that really made um a lot of actual like different news stories was i can't remember how many years ago it was it was fairly recently but caused a huge stir was when they they'll get questions every so often and he's answering a question from a lady who writes in that says a friend of mine's wife has alzheimer's disease and he's wanting to know if he can you know move on basically because his wife as he knows her is gone and can he you know, move on and marry someone else? And Pat basically said, uh, make sure she has some kind of guardianship and then divorce her. And that threw up red flags everywhere because it's like, one, we understand. And even the co-host, Terry Mewson, was like, well, wait, don't we take a vow till death to us part? And I think his comment was, well, she's basically dead already. He, she's not there. She's not the wife that he knew. Um so a, an encouragement to divorce, which we all know, scripturally, there, there's no reason at that point to divorce. We vow to be married for, you know, till death will us part in good and, and bad and, and healthy and, and, and in sickness and in health and so on. So that was a huge thing that, that was really um, kind of a big deal that brought a lot of publicity. Um, and then he's had a whole lot of, of false prophecies that he's made. In 1982, he had he had prophesied, and I guess he does this like towards the beginning of the year, like New Year's. He gives like his list list of prophecies that God gives to him. 82 was there was going to be a worldwide judgment from God was going to come at some point in time during 1982, which of course never happened. Um, 2012, he predicted that. Uh, uh, Mitt Romney was going to win that 2012 election that Obama was going to lose. Of course, we know that was right. Um, I want to say in, in uh, 84, um, or no, 80, 2004, um, he predicted that George Bush was going to win by a landslide that election, which we know, I mean, he he. Wasn't super close, but by no means would we have said it was a landslide. So, a lot of false prophecies that he's given over time. One thing I can say, he's never, as far as I know, never set a date. Um, been one of those guys, but he has made a whole lot of false prophecies. And then, of course, what the Seven Hundred Club is very much known for is faith healing and essentially name it, claim it, kind of of. Uh, word faith prosperity gospel kind of thing you'll always hear you know sow your seed kind of thing and god is going to bless you more and the more you give the more god's going to give to you and then they do the whole word of knowledge real kind of vague healing kind of stuff you know where they get on and they're like well somebody out there um who's watching right now has has pain in the in the right shoulder and and god is going to heal that right you're going to feel a burning in your shoulder so these really vague kind of 
of things, and I mean if you even heard him use like very specific things, but again, when you're talking to an audience of 100,000, nobody knows when you're wrong. I mean, you can come on there and someone's watching and, and your name is, your name is Sandy. And right now you are, you're having, uh, you, you've just been diagnosed with, with, with uh, breast cancer. And I, we want you to know that God is removing that, right? That kind of thing, right? And so no ability to verify any of these miracles that supposedly happened. I mean, of course, you'll get people who will come on and give testimonies. I went on and gave my testimony because, I mean, it wasn't anything that I was, you know, I saw a story on the 700 Club about a woman who came out of witchcraft and I had been involved in witchcraft and that I called and prayed with uh, a, uh, a counselor. But... God had already done the saving part of that earlier in that day. If you if you want to know that, I'll, I'll put a link to my testimony um, in the description. You can you can go watch that episode uh, three or episode two and episode four of the Evangelical Norm. You go back on in the YouTube channel. Those are my testimonies, and then you can find my my Seven Hundred Club uh, and a couple others where I did. I've given my testimony and you can see where that comes up. So I'll, I'll throw a couple of uh, links of that in the description. So, um, and now I just totally lost my train of thought. Oh, okay. So they'll have people come on and they'll give testimonies and say this happened, but there's no real verifiable evidence of, of these miracles. There's no real verifiable evidence of, you know, great wealth coming after, uh, contributing to the 700 club and it's always you know we were down to our last ten dollars and we gave and and god blessed us and you know now we have you know multi-million or whatever so those are the things that that really kind of surround pat robertson and as he gets older um it, it seems to just get more outlandish and and ridiculous some of the things he said i said it 10 years ago that dude should have retired and just you know faded into obscurity but he just kept talking and then the things that he said just continued to get worse and worse and worse so there you have uh our false teacher for the week for this week pat robertson um prosperity preacher uh false prophet um completely disqualified to be um uh, a minister of the gospel of jesus christ um and so there you have it pat robertson false teacher of the week Number 12, and as always, preach the gospel at all times. Use words, they're necessary. And until next week, Soli Deo Gloria.